0: Welcome to First Turn, where we play board games for the first time and discuss our immediate reactions. It's like book club, but for board games. I'm Kiwi and with me is Paxton and BP. Hello. Hi. Today we're playing The Fox Experiment. Designed by Elizabeth Hargrave of Wingspan, Tussie Mussie, Mariposas, and Undergrove, along with Jeff Fraser, The artist was Joe Shawcross, who did Dinosaur World, and Steve O. Torres, who was the graphic designer, uh, and also did graphic design for Dinosaur Island, Roar and Write, Tammany Hall, Dinosaur World, Brew, and That Time You Killed Me. And it was published in 2023 by Pandasaurus Games. The description... In 1958, Dmitry Belyaev and Lidmilia Trut started an experiment on domestication. From a large group of foxes, they selected the ones that reacted to humans with more curiosity and less aggression. In each generation, they selected only the friendliest pups to become parents, hoping to recreate the process that originally led to domestication thousands of years ago. The experiment made stunning progress. Even though the foxes were chosen only for their friendliness, they soon started to get many of the physical traits that we associated with domesticated animals like spots, floppy ears, and curly tails. As communication opened up, the foxes made major contributions to our understanding of how these traits are expressed. The experiment continues to this day. And the mechanics are dice rolling, in-game bonuses, open drafting, solo solitaire, and turn order claim action. And the box art? Paxton? Um... It definitely
1: has that wingspan kind of art look, kind of. There's two foxes on the front and there's some barns and houses in the background and a couple of people. And it's very snowy. just fitting because it's probably in Russia.
0: Yes. Uh, and it looks like the like the papers and things that thing, uh, like the, the title of the game. Uh, all looks like it's pulled from a file folder with like, you know, writing on it. Uh, It looks like it's taped to the board and then there are a couple of photographs uh, like uh, paper clipped to the paper. So it makes it look like it's coming out of like a bunch of uh, science folders or something along those lines. Uh, BP, anything to add? No. Okay. Uh, So with the description and the box art, would you pull it off a shelf BP?
2: Uh, Yes,
0: it's Elizabeth Hargrave uh yeah i am the same you had me elizabeth hargrave and then uh the art is good i mean it's not beth sobel right. but it's it's on par like it's got that realistic uh element I to it I'd say on par but it is okay it's good it's good yeah uh but yeah you had me at elizabeth hargrave so. yeah uh paxton i mean yeah it's got foxes on it so i would pick it up okay Uh, so uh, I can review the mechanics and you all have the board in front of you. So we'll figure out, you guys will figure out how it's played. So dice rolling, in-game bonuses, open drafting, solo solitaire, and turn order claim action.
2: Okay, so there's a device that's going to allow us to change the turn order. We don't always go necessarily in clockwise. So we'll be switching that up somehow.
0: I don't know, this board's real confusing. What's
1: the end goal?
0: Uh, to breed the friendliest foxes. It just sounds awful. I mean, they're trying to domesticate foxes in order to validate the theory of domestication from a thousand years ago. Still. All right. Well, the history of Well,
2: I haven't f- Wow. Paxton hasn't contributed yet at all. Can you give oh, us some time?
0: I don't even.
1: I'm confused. This board is confusing. There's a lot of like tokens and spots for cards everywhere.
2: Okay, so we're going to be placing cards places. I'm assuming, okay, they've got little, little, uh, researchy glass things looking on them. So some
0: might call those a microscope.
2: Sure. Sciencey glass looking thing. Yeah.
0: A like microscope.
2: Mm-hmm. So I suppose you know we we gather those things and we're going to gather up foxes. Um is bidding a mechanic?
0: Nope. Bidding is not a mechanic. What were the mechanics again? Uh the mechanics again are dice rolling. In-game bonuses, open drafting, solo solitaire, and turn order claim action.
2: I suppose we're going to roll some dice to get some foxes, because I see they have dice on them. And uh, we're going to pair up the foxes um, with some experiments, then come out with something new.
1: Okay. With a different fox.
0: All right. Uh, So instead, the history of science glass-looking things.
2: Right. Those are called microscopes, (laughs) just so you know. Ah,
0: okay. Yeah, I didn't know that. Thank you. (laughs) Yeah, I was unaware.
2: Um, No, but according to Wikipedia, there was a... Domestication experience uh, experiment that people are still trying to undergo uh, in the Soviet Union and Russia to domesticate the silver morph of the red fox. So, um, yeah. So that is apparently a thing. Um, But what I think of when I think of foxes is the trickster and all of the folklore that surround foxes most notably in european folklore or asian folklore okay yeah there's a lot um so i won't go into all the different histories some of the earliest ones date from um four I mean, from Mesopotamia all the way up to uh, more modern day in literature, some of the earliest stories we have featuring foxes, again, usually playing a cunning trickster um, in... Japanese, especially tales, tends to be a female trickster. Um, but dating from the fourth century BCE, uh, Aesop's fables um, have numerous tales revolving around boxes. Um, beginning in 800 of the common era, you have some of the Japanese. Um, stories uh in there's the medieval story of the Reynard that comes around uh the 12th century Chaucer features a Reynard cycle in his 14th century uh writings and even uh Machiavelli in the 16th century features a fox in his The Prince on how to rule so um In the 17th century, some kind of contemporary collections of folklores in French were gathered up that featured several pretty common um, fox stories, right? The fox kind of outwitting some of the other animals. And uh, even in film, we have popular foxes that show up in a lot of film, not just literature. For instance, in a movie from... um, the 1970s, 1973 to be a uh, precise. The Fox and the Hound? No. Oh.
0: Fantastic Mr. Fox.
2: No. Disney's Robin Hood that we uh, talked uh, about uh, just a couple weeks ago. Fox which, and the Hound is
0: also a Disney.
2: Sure, sure, sure. Back to Robin Hood, though, uh, because Robin Hood and Maid Marian oh, are foxes. foxes. Yeah. All right. So the fox features very prominently in popular culture, but also in some of our languages. To outfox somebody usually is to outwit them. Mm, true. So I, I assume it doesn't sound like we're going to look for cunning, but I'm going to try to make fox that is very cunning. Okay. I'm going to try to fox you. <coughs> Say that again. I'm going to try to outfox you.
0: Mm, okay. Well, now you can sleep out on the porch tonight. All right, so you guys did a very good, bad job of guessing how to play. So you guys want to know how to play? Sure. Yeah, I would appreciate okay. that. All right, so we are, scientists trying to prove to, we are scientists trying to breed foxes in order to study domestication. We want to have the friendliest foxes. Breeding friendly foxes, completing studies, and gaining patrons are the ways to earn victory points. The player with the most victory points at the end of five fox generations, or rounds, is the winner. The first player is the player with the friendliest pet got be me. Right. I've already put out the, the player tokens. Uh, so, so we all
2: know Emmy is the friendliest pet. Yeah. Sir Patrick
0: is a monster. Yeah. Well, he's, he's nice to me. He's nice to everybody. He's just a monster. So like... Uh, Each round has four phases played in order, with some phases having sequential player actions and others having simultaneous actions. So the phases are selection. In turn order, players will select a male fox parent and a female fox parent and a supply track position. As he pointed to a track on the board. Well, I wasn't doing that for everybody else. I was just saying that out loud. Okay. Okay. All right. Uh, They must select one of each, but they choose which order they choose them in and each turn they will select one of these items which they haven't previously selected. So you will select either a male fox parent, a female fox parent, or turn order. And then the next person will select and the next person will select. By the end of this phase, you will have a male fox parent, female fox parent, and a turn order. Okay. So you can't select two females. Correct. Uh, the fox parents will dictate the dice you get to roll to see the traits of their pups. In the first round, the parents will all come from the parent decks, but in subsequent rounds, you could choose the pups of other players uh, with penalties if both the mother and the father are from the same player. So you're going to be able to breed multiple pups, and those pups will then be able to be selected in future generations. Wow. Okay. Once selection is complete, players can unlock upgrades on their player board by spending a set number of matching trait tokens based on the upgrade being purchased. So that's the first phase. The next phase is breeding. So this round is done simultaneously. For each pup, initially just the same. uh, Initially we'll have one, but you'll be able to upgrade to have litters with more than one pup. Uh, You're going to do the same actions for each pup that you have. So you're going to draw a blank pup card from your player deck. You'll collect dice based on those shown on the Fox parent cards and the friendly die, which which are green, from your player board. You'll start with one and then you're going to roll all those dice. And what you're trying to do is you're trying to match up and have whole symbols. So on the dice, you'll notice that some have one whole and a half. Some have just a half, some have two halves, and some just have one whole. The friendly dice, which are, have like a starburst, are wild, so they can finish off any, any symbol. Uh, and then you will also have friendly tokens that act as friendly dice, so that you can use those tokens instead to try and create as many uh, completed symbols as you can uh then you're going to record the traits so on our player cards you'll notice that they have uh, boxes and circles so for each completed uh, symbol you will make uh, x's in the boxes and dots in the circles uh, as you work across uh, then you're going to record this, the friendliness so you're going to add up all the symbols filled in so whether they're dots or X's and that is the friendly score of that fox and you're going to write it into the top right corner so all of these cards are dry erasable so we're going to use a dry erase marker to make all of these marks uh, on the, the card and then you're also going to name your fox okay so that is the breeding phase. So then we're going to go to the research phase this phase is also done simultaneously so we're going to score studies so we'll have a number of studies studies have to be done in order and in order to complete a study or a step in a study you need to breed a fox that has at least these particular traits and then you would take one of your little tokens and you would put it on Uh, that step. Each fox can only be used in a single experiment and you can only have four experiments going at once. Uh, And they have to be done in order from left to right. Uh, If you have a litter with multiple pups and you're able to do multiple steps, as long as each pup is only doing one step per experiment. Okay. Alright, next we're going to collect trait tokens. So on your PUP uh, card, you're going to look at the trait and based on the PUP with the most dots, you're going to gain one trait token per dot. So when you fill in the dots, those are going to be tokens that you're going to receive. If a player chooses parents from the same player, they must return two of those trait tokens of their choice. So you don't want to breed with two pups from the same litter. You want to have pups from different litters. Um, uh, DNA mixing. Right. And then finally, uh, you you'll have a second option, second opportunity to unlock upgrades. So this works just like at the end of the selection phase. This is just another opportunity to unlock upgrades on the player board. Uh, your upgrade possibilities are more pups. Uh, you can more studies so this is how you will get additional studies and each time you do one of these uh, you turn in it turn in one of these elements uh, you will draw three studies and you'll get to keep one okay Uh, friendly so that's the third row will let you roll more friendly dice when you breed your pups And then finally patrons so you'll gain whatever supply token is next to the patron and then at the end of the game you will gain their end of game bonuses as well for additional points at the end of the game okay so that is the Uh, research phase. The last phase is administration. So we're going to clear off all the previous generations. All unselected foxes are discarded, as well as the parent foxes selected by each player. Uh, If it's from a parent deck, you're going to erase it and then give that card back to that parent so they can get added back to their deck. we're going to move new pups to the kennel. So, all the pups that we just bred, we're going to put them into the kennel in their appropriate spot, whether they're a male fox or a female fox. Uh, we should have five female and five male uh, pups in our deck. Uh, then, we're going to fill out the rest of the rows if we don't have enough pups to equal four for each. Uh, each side. Then we're going to give friendliness awards. So the player with the friendliest fox gets a friendliness award, which provides points at the end of the game. All other pair of players will get friendliness tokens uh used in breeding. So we'll uh mark that with uh this track on the board here. Okay. Uh and then we're going to reset the turn order. So all players are going to place their turnover tokens above the appropriate space. So first to was essentially fourth. Uh, and then we're going to refill the supply track. After giving the friendliness award in the fifth round, the game ends and in-game scores are calculated. Players will get points from the highest level they reach in each of their studies. Each of their patrons, if they reach the higher levels of each upgrade. So you'll notice on some of the upgrades they have victory points at the bottom. Uh, One point for each point token and science card they have, and one point for every two traits and friendly tokens remaining. The player with the most points is the winner. If it's tied, the player lowest in turn order wins. And those are all the rules. It's a lot of rules. It's a bit, it's a bit. Okay,
2: let's experiment. Okay.
0: We just finished a game of The Fox Experiment. To recap, BP had 48 floppy ear points, Paxton had 51 barking fox points, and I won with 55 friendly points. Winning strategy, Kiwi. Winning strategy, I tried to... I looked at the patrons and tried Mm -hmm. to plan out my Board based on my patrons, like what I would get for the patron scores. Uh, and then I tried to fill out, I think I got a lot of points based on those. And then I very directly tried to focus my fox breeding on my science experiments. Which I feel like Paxton did a better job of, but yeah, so that's what I was trying to do. Paxton? I just
1: focused on the experiments because the patrons made no sense. To you? Yeah. Okay. I just put them on random things and hoped I got far enough. <laughs> That's fair.
0: BP? Yeah,
2: I feel like he strategized way more than I did. I was just trying to get friendly boxes.
0: Which you would think would get you more. Yeah. Yeah. So. Uh,
2: well, I, maybe I just wasn't always successful. Sure. Whether I tried or not.
0: That's true. Uh, theme? Did y'all feel like you were breeding foxes? I'm going to start. I'm going to say, yes, I did. Okay. Because we had the different generations that were able to, you know, you were able to use other people's uh, foxes. We're making better and better foxes. Like the foxes that we've bred at the end are far better than what we drew out of here. Sure. And you could see them slowly progress along the way to getting more dice to roll and better. So I did feel like we were breeding progressively better at something. Yeah. We're getting better at something. Yes. Yes. I agree with that. So I I did feel like the game,
2: I think you were also the only one who kept saying floppy ears and spots, whereas the rest of us said Brown.
0: Yeah. yeah you were the only one actual name and i was just like i need a red dice and i was doing that on purpose because i was hoping the more that i said it out loud the more you guys would also say it but it didn't work yeah but i was very i was very specifically I doing it on purpose yeah i did not notice uh that's fine uh table presence bp
2: it's a little, little overwhelming at first. I think Paxton had said it right away when we were trying to figure out how the game was played that, um, by the way, we were very far off. Yes. <laughs> we had no clue. But there was, there was just a lot going on on the board, a lot that, in fact, d- didn't need to pay attention to as much. I think, though, you know, if you were um, walking buy it would probably catch your eye just because there is so much and people are working simultaneously so um and i mean it's kind of interesting getting to have the the dry erase option as well for the cards
0: yeah i think the dry erase like people writing on the cards and then setting them out like they feel like that would definitely turn my head and like make me Pay attention to what was going on on the table Mm -hmm. i've never seen a game use dry erase cards before i've seen you know different sleeves like canvas Mm -hmm. uh, you know doing different sleeves and putting art and doing that way but i've never seen anything like this Mm -hmm. so that definitely would turn my head paxton
1: i think like the colors and the amount of like pieces on the table would probably turn heads and same with like the dry erase on cards that don't have sleeves We'll probably do that too.
0: Yeah. I'd also wonder if, and now that I look at it, I think there are some similar art. So like Paxton, it looks like you have two two foxes that yeah, are the I same. Have, I have some copies. Like the color is slightly different, but like the pose is the exact same. Yeah. So like they have reused some of the art and it looks like maybe they shifted them around in the picture and changed it from like a blue mm-hmm. to a pink, which kind of changes the hue. Yeah. I have that. Oh well,
1: pretty. Yeah four of my cards like in my that were in my player
0: deck but i I yeah but i will say that i had to very specifically look to see if it was similar they look just just different enough that it feels like it's all different art uh which is nice and then the the board itself does seem a little bit busy with the background art um but i think it doesn't hide anything yes and and that main board is not the main point like that's not really where we're playing so i think it's okay for it to do that uh mechanics so we already talked about the dry erase cards but i think the parents rolling dice to then create the kids the pups was really cool combining the two in order to you know roll and then that's what you get genetically for your pups like that was a really interesting mechanic and i really liked that
1: yeah it was fun that was pretty cool and the. Uh... And, like, um tokens, as you, um like, gave more dice to a certain pop to get more tokens to upgrade, like, your research and stuff, was also a pretty cool feature. Yeah. BP? There were a lot. Of mechanics? Yeah. Okay. Did you have one that you liked the most? No. Okay. Did you have
0: one that you liked the least? Tracking. And, uh, okay, what do you mean?
1: It was just a lot to keep track of. Okay.
2: Like, when were you... I mean, I realized there's a player aid card, yeah. but, you know...
1: I, first time through, it was just... There was a lot. That's fair. Yeah, I feel like I got lost a couple of times trying to, like, do the research cards, because I would just... I was trying to look at all my cards and be like okay does this complete this bit but like what about this card and I got a little lost there a couple times just not knowing how to do it or if I completed it or not.
0: Okay that's fair. Uh, Rules how was it learning the game? I think it was
2: fine I mean going through once I think there again there are some details that Hopefully we got right the first time round that we may not have. Um, so it's not, you know, it's not a light, easy game. Uh, it's not super challenging or confusing either. There's just a lot of little details, a lot of little steps to track.
1: Yeah. Uh, Paxton? At first, it was like pretty confusing, but it's one of the ones where the later on you get and maybe a couple more like playthroughs of the game, you'll get the hang of the rules pretty well.
0: Yeah. And I think from a teaching standpoint, the fact that we do everything simultaneously, it does help like one person can do it from beforehand. And then maybe I should have done that for that very first making a fox. But I feel like that that part wasn't the confusing part. Uh, for you guys, it was some of the other tracking and all that other yes. stuff. But I feel like there's a at least a better way to teach it if I was going to teach the game again uh, in the future. For the rule book, I did go in one time to look at uh, one of the patrons. It's weird that that particular thing, like the one that we looked up, wasn't an example in there, but the other ones are. And I feel like that's the most like weird one. Uh, so like, why? I, I don't. I don't know so didn't you also go into look what to do when you run out of like little foxes so the mistake we made is we should not have been putting foxes down here uh Uh, so there's the friendly track for the friendly awards we were putting foxes for everybody else so kind of the the wingspan method where you would use your one of your cubes to track Mm -hmm. where you were on the round end of round thing because you decrease your actions at the end but our foxes here aren't for tracking actions, they are for tracking different elements of points we're going to get at the end of the game. So we should not have been putting anything below. We should have just gained the friendly tokens for not having the friendliest fox for that round. So that's why we were short foxes for Paxton. Uh Play interaction. What do you think, BP?
2: Not very much.
0: No, I think the only interaction really is taking somebody else's fox, but other than making sure that you don't have the same fox from the same person. Uh, you know, having two foxes from yeah. the same person, like, there really wasn't much else. And then we did say, like, our names. Like, I had Bobathy uh, and Ray Six were my parents for the last round. So I have Bobothy Ray and Ramathy as my two foxes from that litter. So you guys were shaking your head no for player interaction.
1: Yeah, were, like, the only time was, like, Picking foxes if somebody wanted the one you picked or like after you erased the parent fox and gave their fox back, that was like about it.
2: Or at the end, trying to figure out who had the friendliest one.
1: Yeah.
0: Yeah, I agree. That was it. And I think it kind of goes into Eric's point that he makes occasionally when a a game has a mechanic of solo solitaire, sometimes you can have just a solo solitaire game, which isn't bad if like that's the thing you go in knowing that that's the type of game you're going to have. Uh yeah, nothing wrong with it. But if you're expecting something different, it can be a little off-putting, I think. Uh so Paxton, would you play it again? Yeah, I would. Um, yeah. BP?
2: Yes, I want to try to get friendlier
0: foxes. Uh I am also a yes. I think uh it's Like the games that we've played from Elizabeth Hargrave, Mariposas, Wingspan, Mm -hmm. now Fox Experiment, they all are different games. Like I can't think of a mechanic that is similar across those Mm -hmm. three games, uh, which I think is super cool, but I think they're also like very good games. So I enjoyed it a lot and I, I like it. So yeah, I would definitely play it again. So that was the Fox Experiment.
2: So if you have any recommendations for games you would like to hear our impressions on, just send them our way. You can do so at FirstTurnTabletop at Gmail or we are on the formerly known as Twitter platform or Instagram at FirstTurnCast. And the podcasting camel says as he cozies up to a friendly fox, please don't forget to rate, review, and subscribe on your favorite podcatchers. We look forward to hearing from you and play more games.
1: I like your funny words, Magic
0: Man. I'm a hound dog. Ooh. You know what we didn't do the whole time we were playing this? What? What does the fox say? Yip, <coughs> <coughs>